On this week's episode of Life and Lessons, you're not gonna be shocked to hear, we talk about coronavirus. We talk business impacts, personal impacts, and the one thing you can do to keep some level of control during this mad situation. Hey, what's going on? This is Life and Lessons, episode number 15. I'm Sean Spooner, and if you're new here, here's what you need to know. For 52 weeks between the ages of 24 and 25, I'm going to be recording and releasing a weekly podcast to see just how much my life can change in a year. This is the story of growing a business, of growing as a person, and it's a completely honest view into my life as I take on some fairly unusual things. And this episode right here, is all about week number 15 in that journey. Kind of. This episode is kind of about last week, which is week 15, but it's also kind of about this week, which is week 16. And the reason why will become clear in a second. But before we go into all of that, hello, I hope you're well. (sighs) What a week this has been. If you're a regular listener, you've probably uh, noticed that this episode is late. It typically comes out on a Friday morning at around 4am, but I'm sat here recording it uh, just before midnight on Friday night, Uh, so it's getting on for a day late, and that's because this week has been very, very unusual. Not just for me, for all of us, I'm sure, but I'll get on to that shortly. Before I do, let's talk about what I got up to last week in week 15, which this episode is supposed to be about. So last Monday I was in the office, completely normal day, and then on Tuesday in the office, a couple of video calls. Uh, Wednesday I was in Bath giving a talk at the Bath Business Expo, where I actually had a really, really good turnout despite the early rumblings of coronavirus and fears surrounding mass gatherings. Uh, Last week, last Wednesday in Bath, really, really good turnout for the talk I gave, and I really enjoyed being back on stage speaking not only trying to give value in the talk, but also having some really great conversations with business owners afterwards, really good day. And then on Thursday, back in the office, another completely normal day, other than that first coronavirus press release, which I mentioned whilst recording last week's episode. And then on Friday, normal day in the office, and I also had my first driving lesson for six years. So haven't done any driving lessons in about six years. And then on Friday, I had my first one, and it actually went really, really well. It was a two-hour lesson, and the lots of what I learned six years ago that I thought was completely gone, muscle memory suddenly kicked back in. And so uh, I feel fortunate that I'm actually far further ahead than I thought I'd be when it comes to learning to drive. So I'm sure... I'll be telling you more about that in the coming weeks. And then, um, God knows what I did on the weekend. I can't really remember. I know I was in the office. I didn't get up to anything else. So probably just worked on the weekend. So that was last week. Not bad. Not too eventful. Just another week. But then to, to break convention of how this normally works, I don't really want to talk about last week because not much happened last week. And yet so much has happened this week. And so I want to speak at least a little bit about this week, or more specifically about my thoughts on what we have all been going through collectively this week with the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. What it's been like as a business owner, 
and what I think is important for us all to remember at this time. I, I think where I want to arrive at uh, with a few thoughts by the end of this episode is how we can make the most of or at least try and make good of this really shit situation. So let's talk about that. I won't bore you with any context whatsoever because unless you've been living under a rock for the last, say, two or three weeks, you'll, you'll know that the UK is currently facing uh, the, the strain of coronavirus. And as we're all getting ready to do what we can to try and flatten that curve, a phrase which I'm sure you've all heard by now, flatten that curve to protect the NHS and save lives, uh, we've been through some fairly unusual times. So look, first and foremost, this is absolutely an issue of health, keeping ourselves out of the way, staying home, avoiding social situations, working from home and doing what we can to reduce that strain on the NHS to literally save lives. But I won't bore you with that because I hope at least we all know the drill. And quite frankly, I hope that everybody listening to this is in fact following the government advice for the most obvious of reasons. But putting that health aspect of the whole coronavirus thing to one side, this week, the week that we're in right now, has been the most remarkable week of business I have ever lived through. We saw the stock markets crashing over the space of a few hours on Monday. We saw huge global businesses that have been around for decades going to the wall. We saw mass job losses in the space of days and very, very real pressure on every business owner in this country. Shit has been very real this week for businesses. Many businesses have had to make incredibly difficult decisions. And what's more, the cause of those difficult decisions was not only so unexpected, but it came around so quickly. Many businesses just did not have the time to prepare for this. There are businesses and indeed business owners who have spent the last 5, 10, 20 years working on something, building something for them and for the team around them that is now at risk overnight through no fault of their own. These are unprecedented times. And they're times that, quite honestly, I've never lived through. I started out in business uh, in 2009, just after the shockwaves of the last recession. But even so, back then, the projects I were working on were so small fry that those effects didn't even register. So I've never lived through anything like this. But this time around, I'm five years into running this particular business. We have an office, we have staff to pay, we have commitments to keep. And most importantly, we have clients to support. Clients who have worked for years to get where they are. And so I believe that it's our job to do everything we can to help and support those businesses to do their absolute best at overcoming and pushing through this period. I've got skin in the game, and so this week has been very, very stressful. There have been highs and there have been lows. We've probably crammed six months worth of unpredictable scenarios that we couldn't have seen coming into the last five days. It's probably been, I'd say, one of the longest weeks of my life. But we'll get there and we'll do everything that we can to ensure that every single one of our clients gets there too. Now, I have to say that, at least from where I'm sitting, in the very immediate term after all of this has began to unravel 
the emergency measures that the Chancellor announced both on Wednesday and today on Friday, I believe will help businesses. We're talking £10,000 grants for small businesses with no strings attached. That's cash being injected directly into small businesses and directly into the economy. We're talking government-backed 12-month interest-free loans to help businesses with cash flow where required. We're talking tax breaks and other payment pauses and the wage subsidy announced today where employers can give their staff paid leave during this time with the government paying an 80% contribution to the cost of their salaries. I think that we're collectively in a far stronger position today as an economy, as a group of businesses than we were on Monday. But the roller coaster for us to get to today over the last five days with the ups and downs, with the uncertainty, with the million and one situations that I won't speak about is unlike anything I've ever experienced. And speaking to other business owners, I know that many of them feel the same. Now, look. I know that there are people out there who see this as an opportunity, an opportunity to make money. And, you know, I I said in the LinkedIn post earlier this week, I said that uh, I've never lived through a period of business like the one we're about to face, but I know something to be true. Now is not the time to try and make a quick buck, to cash in on fear or to make money on the back of misfortune. I said, I think the next six months will expose a lot of people's true motivations for better or for worse, and how you act now will be remembered and pay dividends for the next 10 years. And I mean that. I was speaking with uh, Peter Watson of Distract earlier today in a similar, well, in an identical line of business as we are. And as part of that conversation, we both agreed that this isn't really the time to try and increase revenue uh, on the back of other people's fear or uncertainty or misfortune. Now, the next six months, the next 12 months, however long this goes on for now, above anything else, is the time to offer support. To be there for businesses and for other people, to give, to help, to offer value. Nobody, not one single person listening to this right now, is in the position they are in because of their own actions alone. We've all been helped to where we are today by many people over the years. And it's important that we're there for those people now. And indeed, other people who perhaps haven't been there for us, it's important that we give as much as we can in this period. And so I'm not interested in trying to make huge sums of money right now. Genuinely, truthfully, I'm interested in helping. Helping our clients, helping people I know, and even helping people I don't. And I have a funny feeling that being good to people now will lead to far more money in the long run compared to those who are trying to fleece people whilst things are bad. This isn't about money. Right now, I believe this is about doing the right thing. And so that's business. There's been a a lot going on this week, a lot of uncertainty in the air, lots of up and downs. But right now, with this week behind us, with the new week on the horizon, uh, we're just focused on getting on with the task in hand and doing the right thing and getting on with getting on. Uh, Now, obviously, I'm sure that this is the case with everybody listening and everybody else in the country, but this coronavirus situation has brought with it many unexpected situations that you just couldn't have foreseen. And I mean that outside of business as well. So the other big thing 
that's happened this week as a result of the measures to protect the most vulnerable in our society is that care homes and hospitals have tightened their rules surrounding visitors. And that means that the hospital that my dad's in is allowing no visitors. None. And if they're following the same rules as other places, that's going to be in place for the next 12 weeks. Now, as you can imagine, the prospect of me not seeing my dad, who has Alzheimer's, for 12 weeks, if I'm honest, is really fucking scary. Yes, he is absolutely in the best place he can be right now from a staying safe and getting the care he needs and being looked after point of view, and that gives me some comfort. But there are obvious concerns that pop into my mind. Like, does he understand why we're not visiting? Will he even remember who we are in over three months' time when I next see him? All of this, I don't need to tell you this, but all of this is an uncertain situation and it's one that I'm sure we're all going to be speaking about more in future episodes, but I give the example I just gave to show the breadth of situations that are occurring up and down the country in all of our lives because of a virus that we can't even see. It's very confusing Times are very uncertain, but at least over the coming weeks, I plan to use this podcast increasingly to speak openly about what we're all living through, because this is a situation that not one single person has ever been through before. We're all working this out as we go along day by day. There's no playbook here. There's no blueprint. There's no historical event that we can directly compare this to. We're making it up as we go along. And so I'm going to be sharing my thoughts as I do just that. Okay, so finally, like I promised you a couple of weeks ago, I know that I didn't do it last week for obvious reasons if you listened to that episode, but I'm going to return to the plan of answering at least one of your questions at the end of every episode. And this week, you're not going to be surprised to learn it's about coronavirus. And it's a question that comes from Connor Duncan, and he asked, we have some very strange and uncertain times ahead at the moment. In your opinion, what do you think is the single most important habit to stick to during these times to provide some normality? So I guess my thoughts immediately on the back of this question go less to a specific habit and more to a mindset, right? So I spoke about this on Instagram the other day, but in the short term, over the next, say, three to four months, many of the positive habits that we have all built up over so many years are going to stop serving us, right? If you're working from home, and so you don't need to wake up at 7am to get to work by nine, if you can wake up at two minutes to nine, roll out of bed and be at your desk, it's not going to serve you in the short term to maintain that habit of waking up early. If your flight to Ibiza, which you were planning to go on in July, has suddenly been cancelled, it no longer serves you in the short term to carry on eating healthily. It no longer serves you in the short term to carry on exercising. But I think that we need to look beyond this situation. A, to make sure that we don't move backwards or fall downwards, but B, to ensure that we just keep moving because this situation eventually will pass. Things will let up and we will be able to move forward. And I believe that those who are best positioned to move forward quickly at the end of this and take advantage of the new opportunities that will be created are those who continue to remain in motion during all of this. It goes back to that whole 
objects in motion remain in motion and objects at rest remain at rest. The last thing you want to do during this entire situation, in my opinion, is lose years worth of progress because of a challenging few months. So, I mean, look, I'm sat in my bedroom in Corby right now. As of today, everyone in Dream is going to be working from home, which means that I'm going to be in Corby for the foreseeable future. And this particular room is going to be my office, it's going to be my gym, and it's going to be my bedroom. So I really need to tighten up and firm things up to ensure that I remain strict in all of the areas of life that I focus on uh, without letting them all kind of bleed into one and lose clarity. So I'm going to be spending more time and more attention ensuring that I do things like spend time with my family and read and learn and meditate and continue to work out. But to go back to Connor's question, if there was one particular habit that I think every single person should follow during this entire situation, it is I think that you should make your bed every morning. Now I know that that sounds ridiculous, there's a global pandemic going on that is likely to kill hundreds of thousands of people, and I'm telling you to make your bed, but hear me out, right? If you start your day and you allow your bed to be messy, you just kind of leave it as you found it, you walk over to your desk, you grab your laptop and you start working from home. If you leave that bed unmade, you've already lost for the entire day. If you tell yourself every morning that you're going to wake up, you're going to fix your shit through the entire day and you're going to begin doing that by making your bed religiously. I've spoken about this before, but religiously, uh, not only does it give you some level of control, it is, it's, it's a tiny thing but it's something you can control in a situation where we can't control a lot but it also sets you up for the day for this mindset that even at your groggiest earliest half asleep point you're going to take care of what you need to take care of and that begins by doing the very first thing that you can take care of and that's making your bed so probably an unexpected answer hopefully something that everybody does anyway but i really really mean it and I used this as a tool two and a half years ago when I first started focusing on my habits. I really, really use this as a tool to make sure that, you know, if I set a habit at the very, very beginning of the day, it's an absolute non-negotiable. I'm going to make my bed or else I've already lost for the day. If I'm making a bet with myself that I'm going to follow these habits every day because they're going to take me somewhere good, you wake up, you make your bed, you go about your day and you take care of everything else. So in the face of coronavirus, make your bed. Um, <laughs> not to trivialize it, but you know what I mean. Like, there are a few things we can control in this situation, so control the things that you can um, and just keep moving. And so that's it, that is everything. Once again, for yet another episode of Life and Lessons. Like I always say, thank you so much for listening. Um, who knows what we'll be talking about next week? Who knows what we'll be talking about the week after? Probably coronavirus as a, a general umbrella but you know things are moving so quickly everything's so uncertain right now that frankly I just don't know where things will be from week to week but that's kind of what this podcast is all about isn't it it's just about seeing how much my life can change in a year and look I know that the the intro of this podcast I say that this is the the story of growing a business of growing as a person and so on and yes that's absolutely still the plan but shit changes quickly. And I think that, you know, the last 15 episodes of this, since having my birthday, 
uh, you know, good things have happened. Absolutely, we've spoken about them. But this year, in the three months that we've had so far between uh, what I spoke about last episode, between my dad having to go into hospital, between uh, the, the stress and anxiety from coronavirus and the business implications, and it's just been a very, very, very unexpected series of events this year. So, um, this might sound weird, but I'm pleased that I'm documenting it because I set out to see how much my life can change in a year. And we're only really, we're only a few weeks into it, right? We're like getting on for 25% of the way into this journey, but I absolutely plan up until week 52 to see how much my life can change. And look, some of that's going to be good. And some of that's not, that's just life, but I'm going to document it nonetheless. Um, If you want to start a conversation about anything that I've spoken about in today's episode, please do. As I always tell you, the best place to reach me is on Instagram, where I am Spooner Sean. That's S-P-O-O-N-E-R-S-E-A-N. And if you do drop me a message, I will look out for it and make sure that I get back to you. And as always, if you've enjoyed this episode, please do consider sharing it, either on social media or with a friend by text or in a group chat on WhatsApp. Uh, the, The numbers are again continuing to grow slowly but growing nonetheless and we do have a nice core number of people who listen every week and i really really appreciate that um i know that this is a a mixed bag of episodes you just don't know what you're going to get from week to week but nonetheless for the good for the bad i appreciate you being here with me and listening Uh, and i yeah i just i feel really grateful to have you uh give me your attention and listen to me think out loud for 20 minutes, half an hour each week. This is therapeutic uh, in the good weeks and the bad ones. And so, yeah, I'm just, I'm really thankful for you to be here. Please do, uh, if you are a regular listener, consider sharing this with a friend. Uh, It would mean lots and lots to me. And finally, do please remember, if you haven't already, although I'm sure you have by now because I mention it every week, to follow this podcast on Spotify or subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Like I always say, it just means that you don't need to go searching for this episode or clicking on links or swiping up or swiping left or anything like that. It's just going to be there ready and waiting when you are. And so that's it for another week. Um, Whatever this week brings, whatever happens, I do hope that you have a good week. I do hope that you can focus on the things that you can control take some control into this situation and just get your head down because you know this is going to be over before we know it um and yeah i'll see you back here this time next week for episode number 16 of life and lessons see you then Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.